Alright, hello! Thank you for listening again today. So, anyway, it's still today, and we've been really, really walking, haven't we, Benny? It's getting tired. But anyway, this is our last episode for today. We will try to get to you tomorrow if we can. I don't believe we are going to. I think that we're going to have a little break. That's why we're having so many episodes out today. So, Magic Treehouse number two. Because as you remember, we finished number one yesterday. The Night at Dawn by Mary Pope Osborne. The Night at Dawn by Mary Pope Osborne. So anyway... Behind the wit. Chapter 1 The Dark Woods. Jack couldn't sleep. He put his glasses on. He looked at the clock. 5 30. Too early to get up. Yesterday, so many strange things just happened. Now he was trying to figure them out. He turned on the light. He picked up his notebook. He looked at the list he had made before going to bed. Found treehouse and wood. Found lots of books in it. Pointed to picture on picture in book. Made a wish. Went to time of dinosaurs. Pointed a picture of Foggy Woods. Made a wish. Came home to Fog Creek. Jack pushed his pushed his glasses into place. Who is going to believe any of this? Not his mom or his dad. Was third grade teacher Mrs. Watkins only his seven-year-old sister Annie? She'd gone with them to the time of the dinosaurs. Can't you sleep? It was Annie standing in his doorway. Nope, said Jack. Me neither, said Annie. What are you doing? She walked over to Jack and looked at his notebook. She read the list. Aren't you going to write about the about the gold medal? She's she asked. You mean the gold medallion? Asked Jack. He picked up his pencil and wrote, Found this in dinosaur time. Aren't you going to put the little M on the medal? Medallion, said Jack. Not medal. He added an M. Aren't you going to write about the magic person? Said Annie. We don't know for sure there is a magic person, said Jack. Well, somebody built the treehouse in the woods. Somebody put the books in it. Someone lost a gold medal in, in dinosaur time. Medallion! Said Jack for the third time. And I'm just writing the facts, the stuff we know for sure. Let's go back to the treehouse right now and find out if the magic person has a fact. Are you nuts? Asked Jack. The sun's not even up yet. Come on, maybe we can catch them sleeping. I don't think we should, said Jack. He was worried. What if the magic person was mean? What if he or she didn't want kids know, to know about the treehouse? Well, I'm going, said Annie. Jack looked out the window at the dark gray sky. It was almost done. He sighed. Okay, let's get dressed. I'll meet you at the back door. Be quiet. Yay, whispered Annie. She tiptoed away as quietly as a mouse. Jack put on jeans, a warm sweatshirt, and sneakers. He tossed his notebook and pencil into his backpack. He crept downstairs. 
Annie was waiting by the back door. She shined a flashlight in Jack's face. Ta-da! A magic wand, she said. Shh! Don't wake up Mom and Dad, whispered Jack. And turn that flashlight off. We don't want anyone to see us. Annie nodded and turned it off. Then she clipped it onto a belt and slipped out of the door into the cool morning air. Crickets were chirping. The dog next door barked. Quiet, Henry, whispered Annie. Henry stopped barking. Animals always seemed to know what Annie said. Let's run, said Jack. They dashed across the dark, wet lawn and didn't stop until they reached the woods. We need the flashlight now, said Jack, and it took it off a boat and switched it on. Step by step, she and Jack walked between trees. Jack held his breath. The dark woods were scary. Gotcha, said Annie, shining the flashlight in Jack's face. Jack jumped back. Then he frowned. Cut it out, he said. I scared you, said Annie. Jack glared at her. Stop pretending, he responded. This is serious. Okay, okay. And he shined her flashlight over the tops of the trees. Now what are you doing? Asked Jack, looking for the treehouse. The light stopped moving. There it was, the mysterious treehouse. At the top of the tallest tree in the woods. And he shined her light at the treehouse. And then down the tall ladder. All the way to the ground. I'm going up. She said she gripped the flashlight and began to climb. Wait, Jack said. What if somebody was in the treehouse? Annie, come back. But she was gone. The light disappeared. Jack was alone in the dark. Chapter 2. Leaving again. No one's home. No one's here. Annie shouted down. Jack thought about going home. Then he thought about all the books in the treehouse. He started up the ladder. When he was nearly to the treehouse, he saw light in the distant sky. Dawn was starting to break. He crawled through a hole in the floor and took off his backpack. It was dark inside the treehouse. Annie was shining her flashlight on the books scattered about. That's so real, she said. She stopped the light on a dinosaur book. It was a book that I had taken to the time of the dinosaurs. Remember the Tyrannosaurus? Asked Annie. Jack shuddered. Of course you remembered. How could any fo- How could anyone forget seeing a real live Tyrannosaurus Rex? The light fell on a book about Pennsylvania. A red silk bookmarks stuck out of it. Remember the picture of Fog Creek? said Annie. Of course, said Jack. That was the picture that had brought them home. That was my favorite, said Annie. The light was shining on a book about knights and castles. There was a blue leather bookmark on it, in it. Annie turned to the page of the book. There was a picture of a knight on a black horse. He was riding toward a castle. Annie, close that book, asked Jack. I know what you're thinking. Annie pointed and he pointed at the night. Don't Annie We wish we could see this guy for real, Annie said. No we don't, shouted Jack. They had a strange sound. 
It sounded like a horse neighing. They both went to the window. Enix shined the flashlight down on the ground. Oh no, whispered Jack. A knight, said Annie. A knight in shining armor, riding a black horse through the fog creek woods. Then the wind began to move. Man, the leaves began to tremble. It was happening again. We're leaving, cried Annie. Get down. The wind moaned louder. The leaves shook harder, and the treehouse started to spin. It spun faster and faster. Jack squeezed his eyes shut, and everything was still. Absolutely still. Jack opened his eyes. He shivered. The air was damp and cool. The sound of a horse's whinny came again from below. I think we'll heal, whispered Annie. She was still holding the castle book. Jack peeked out the window. A huge castle loomed out of the fog. He looked around. The treehouse was in a different oak tree, and down below, the knight on the back on the black horse was riding by. We can't stay here, said Jack. We have to go home and make a plan first. He picked up the book about Pennsylvania. He opened the page with the red silk bookmark. He pointed at the photograph of the fog creek woods. I wish. No, said Annie. She yanked the book away from him. Let's stay. I want to visit the castle. You're nuts. We have to examine the situation, said Jack. From home. Let's examine it here, said Annie. Come on. He held out his hand. Give it. Annie gave Jack the book. Okay. Okay. You can go home. I'm staying. She clipped the flashlight to her belt. Wait, said Jack. I'm going to take a peek. A teeny peek, she said. Then she scooted down the ladder. Jack groaned. Okay, she had one. He couldn't leave without her. Besides, he sort of wanted to take a peek himself. He put down his book, down the book about Pennsylvania. He dropped into the he dropped the castle book into his pack. He stepped onto the ladder and headed down into the cool, misty air. Annie was under the tree, looking across the foggy ground. The knight's riding toward that bridge, I think, said Annie. The bridge goes to the castle. Wait, I'll look it up, said Jack. Give me the flashlight. She took the flashlight from her and pulled the castle book out of his pack. He opened it to the page with the leather bookmark. He read the words under the picture of the knight. This is a knight arriving for a castle fe- feast. Knights wear armor when they travel long, dangerous distances. The armor is very heavy. A helmet alone could, well, could weigh up to 40 pounds. Wow, check it what? Jack had weighed 40 pounds when he was 5 years old, so it would be like riding a horse with a 5 year old on your head. 
Jack pulled out his notebook. He wanted to take notes. So, as he'd done on the dinosaur show, he wrote, Heavy head. What else? He turned the, he turned the pages of the, ca- of the castle book. He found a picture that showed the whole castle and buildings around it. But Nate's crossing the bridge, suddenly he's gone through the gate. He's gone. Jack studied the book in the bridge in the picture. He read, A drawbridge crossed the moat. The moat was filled with water to help protect the castle from enemies. Some people believed crocodiles were kept in the moat. Jack wrote in his notebook, Crocodile and moat? Look, said Annie, peering through the mist. A wind there, right over here. Yeah, there's a windmill in here too, said Jack, pointing at the picture. Look at the real one, Jack, said Annie. Not the one in the book. A piercing shriek split the air. Yikes, said Annie. It sounded like it came from the little house over there, she said, pointing through the phone. There's a little house here, said Jack, studying the picture. He turned the picture and read. The hawk house was in, was in the, was in the inner ward of the castle. Hawks were trained to hunt other birds and small animals. Jack wrote in, in his notebook. Hawks and hawk house. That's, yeah. We must be in the inner ward, said Jack. That drums, horns, they're coming from the castle. Let's go see. Wait, said Jack. He told more pages of the book. I want to see what's really going on, Jack. Not what's in the book, said Annie. But look at this, said Jack. He pointed to a picture of a big party. Men were standing by the door, playing drums and horns. He read. Fanfills were played to announce different dishes and feasts. Feasts were held in the Great Hall. You can look at the book. I'm going to the real feast, said Annie. Wait, said Jack, studying the picture. It shows boys his age carrying trays of food. Whole pigs, pies, peacocks with all of their feathers. Peacocks? Jack wrote, they eat? Peacocks? He held up the book to show Annie. Look, I think they ate. Where was she? Gone. Again. Jack looked through the fog. He held the real, the real charms with the real horns. He saw the real huckers, the real windmill, and the real moat. He saw Annie dashing across the real drawbridge. Then she vanished through through the gate leading to the castle. And that's where we're gonna stop today. Chapter four, Into the Castle. Thanks for listening. We're going to be doing a pod. I'm not sure we're gonna be able to give you a podcast tomorrow. So it may be three days and then we're gonna give you a lot of podcasts. Uh, like 10. I don't think that (laughs) much, but. Anyway, we're going to give you a lot of podcasts, and so, anyway, bye! Ready?
Do you also want to say bye, or do you want to just leave them hanging? Baby, 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 baby. What was that? Who knows? Bye, 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 Alright, that's enough buys. That's enough buys. That's enough buys. Let's just be quiet and end this recording. Bye! I'm an American girl, though. Bye! Wait, Piggy? You're back? Anyway, uh, let's get this done with. Bye. 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 Bye.